Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Scott Olfer, this guy is a freaking powerhouse full of just light, of empowerment, of literal strategies to scale you and your business. So definitely stick around. It's going to blow your mind wide open. Uh, it's just an awesome human being. So before we dive into that, I want to say thank you for choosing to be and become your greatest possible self for showing up today with us here to grow yourself and just keep taking one step at a time. That's how we transform humanity. Let's keep going. Next up is our iTunes review of the week. It's by P. Cully this week. Great podcast, informative and educational. Love the energy and effort that goes into this marathon. Tune in and see what I am talking about. P. Coley, thank you so much for that review. And if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream marathon podcast, go to BOGPS.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store and give us a review. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can improve the show for you. Definitely hit that subscribe button while you're there so you can keep getting all these great interviews like Scott, who's about to come on, tear it open, tear your your paradigm wide open so you can be your GPS. So definitely stick around. I'm going to be introducing you in just a second. Grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. This dude is constantly giving away just such great information. He works on Google Docs like live so you can go in and see what he's creating. He's a, just a master creator. Uh, just love this guy. So I'm going to bring him on in just a second. Make sure you stick around because one idea has the power to change everything for you. Scott Olpert is a mentor, investor, and advisor for successful online businesses. He's also the creator of the ROI method, the six-pillar framework, and rewired all systems that help entrepreneurs scale their businesses and generate sustainability. After successfully developing nine companies, Scott has mentored thousands of entrepreneurs and helped many businesses reach the multi-million dollar mark. Scott's work has been viewed by millions of entrepreneurs and has been featured online in Forbes, Inc., Success, Entrepreneur, Money Magazine, Fortune, Business Insider, and ABC. He lives in Northern California with his wife, Libby Crow, a fellow entrepreneur and podcast host of Behind the Dream, and their long-haired Dashund, Dashund, I don't know how to pronounce that, Cooper. <laughs> they live with Cooper, and uh, we are going to have a blast here today. Scott, are you ready to bring the heat, my man? What's up, brother? Oh, dude, we are, we are just up we're lit and we're going to be diving into this theme of today which is home is blank scott what does home mean for you man hmm. home is peace yeah and 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 more recently the forest <laughs> nature um yeah i've been really enjoying it. i grew up in the in the forest so um so I think I think I think home is uh, is where your ego is dead as much as possible, and that's that's nature for me because it's like eh, how important really am I when you're in the forest when you're in the mountain <laughs> when you're when you're surrounded by the the creation of the universe you're like eh, you know I'm significant and not significant all at the same time. Damn. So I like Amen. that. Amen. Hey man, Scott, I love it. 
Dude, let's dive into the work that you're doing with businesses today, bringing consciousness and business scaling growth together. Like, tell us about that. What do you what do you stand for around businesses, man? Well, I mean, so, um, and, and this is you. You said three of my frameworks. I'm working on a fourth one. Um, I I kind of got a running joke right now where it's like if, if if there's not a new framework every 18 months, you know something's wrong. <laughs> and um and and so 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 you know I I look at um. So first off, I think that most business doesn't really come from necessarily a, a great a, a conscious place. Um, I think that most you know entrepreneurs. Um, most entrepreneurs are born from massive levels of trauma. Um, cause like you, you gotta be a little bit crazy in order to be an entrepreneur. And so, you know, I, I look at, I look at the billionaires and you look at Elon Musk and Steve jobs and like all of the people that people like, you know, look up to and like, they're driven by a pretty high degree of, of trauma in their life. You know, if you look at Steve jobs, um, biography. If you look at Elon Musk, or you just how Elon Musk is, and and that's not to say that that's a bad thing. Like that, that they're working out their own trauma by building billion dollar businesses. Uh, but having you know done that myself, having built you know multiple, you know almost a dozen seven figure businesses of myself, many of them multiple seven figures, and most of them because of my trauma and because of my insecurities and because of you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I, I look around and I'm like, you know, I start asking my question myself the question. I'm like, can we actually build a business in a conscious way, or does it actually require us just to like put our head in the sand and will our way um, into it, right? And um, and and so then, you know, I've been thinking about this for two years now, and. And, and I'm like, because, you know, my, my, my real, I feel like one of my things that I'm like supposed to do here on earth is, is, is like uh, go through the hard path <laughs> and then tell everybody else how not to do that. To do, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like uh, the, I'm, I'm the parent to the entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, you know, the, the, the reason why, like the reason why entrepreneurship so hard is because most people don't really like they're not learning from people that actually have done it before. They're not learning it from, they're, they're not actually looking at other people's, um, you know, success and being like, okay, well, what, what worked for them and then what works for me. And then I see, you know, in this entrepreneurship world, you know, building a co- business consciously is about building a business for you, for your actual customers and for like your future self. And then kind of coming back and being like, okay, um, how can I actually build a business and slow down and build it with intention and, 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 and bring presence and awareness and attention to everything that's going on in my world so that I'm not just like, you know, uh, uh, most entrepreneurs are like chickens. They're just pecking around. They're pecking, 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 right? Most, like most entrepreneurs are chickens. And um, and I used to have chickens on my farm, so I'm I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, my <laughs> you, you're you're well versed with the, the behaviors yeah, of chickens. I, I'm, I'm very very well versed with with behaviors. <laughs> and so and so you know a lot of entrepreneurs they don't bring consciousness because they get started they get started because they either are inspired. Mm. They had a moment where they're like, never again will this happen. Yep. Um, you know, they, 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 or they're just like, they end up becoming an entrepreneur kind of by mistake, which is what happened to me. Yep. 
And so most of the time, then, you know, debt happens, you know, entrepreneur life sucks, you know, I and mean, it really does. It's not like an easy game by any stretch of imagination. And so all these things happen. And so you sort of like get out of being present, you get out of being conscious, you start making decisions just because of, you know, who on your Instagram feeds telling you to make decisions, people like guys like me, right? Um, and so, you know, I think most of the time, what I'm building a framework around right now is how to really get understand where you are in like a quote unquote level of consciousness and then make decisions based on that level of consciousness and be able to slow down and understand why you're making the decision, how it's actually going to affect something. And then does it actually feel good? Cause mm. I got, you know how many people I got that are millionaires that would way rather have slowed down, you know, and, and stayed at, you know, a quarter million a year, mm. Right. But because they were like, oh, I got to hit the next goal to hit the next goal, next goal, next goal. They like completely get out of an alignment. And we were talking about this the other day. Yeah. People that are out of alignment, everything in their life starts falling apart, including, you know, if you procrastinate, it's because you're out of alignment. So mm-hmm. anyways, I know I'm all over the place. I, I, wanted, I, want, I wanted to touch on that um, yeah. because people don't have to get out of alignment and they don't have to stress themselves and overwork themselves to get to that million dollar, multi-million dollar business. Like there's ways to create that without losing our integrity with our values and ourselves, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, the path might be a little slower, right? I think a lot of time people are like, people feel like there's a gun to their head. Hmm. Um, and sometimes I, mean, I was a million dollars in debt seven years ago. So there's quite literally a gun to my head back then. <laughs> Um, I mean, it really was, you know, I almost went to jail because of that. Um, so there was a gun in my head. Um, but most people don't get in that situation, right? Most, most people, that, that's about, most people, they might be 50,000 in debt or $200,000 in debt or like whatever. Okay? And, um, but they assimilate it as being, a, being like a gun to their head. Yeah. And you got to think about like entrepreneurship is like a lifetime game. You know, like I'm 28 right now. I've been an entrepreneur since I was seven, eight years old. So I've been in this 20 years. And um, like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur for the rest of my life. So, you know, why try to speed things up? Mm. The, the fact, the more you speed things up, and this is not to say that, you know, I, I help lots of people, two, three, I mean, 10x their business in, in, in a year, in, yeah. in 18 months. Um, but there's like a lot of the time, uh, you know, people try to build a business because they're trying to prove to themselves that they can do it or they don't love themselves or they, you know, they, 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 there's a lot of emotional reasoning why someone's building a business so quickly Mm. and it's typically not because oh that's their strategic move like (laughs) we need to be at this point like most people aren't thinking oh i need to be right here when the economy is right like most people don't have enough foresight or even experience they even foresight they even foresight like experience to be able to be like oh you know i'm building the business in order to be able to hear most Mm. people are like no no i want to get to like a million and then i'm like okay well why do you want to get to a million and they have no good answer they're like i want to impact the world and i'm like bullshit Bullshit. I don't give a shit because because my belief is until you earn the ability to impact, you can't say that that's the reason you wake up. Mm. Right. So so and 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 like I was at um, I was in Necker Island last year with Richard Branson. I'm looking around. I'm like, you know what? This dude's like earned the fact that he can like impact anything. Like he flicks his fingers, anything happens. Right. And so and so a lot of us, I think, you know, I, I hear the word impact. And all the time. And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I know every, there's no human that gets to a higher level of consciousness and it becomes 
a multimillionaire that doesn't in, start impacting other people. And you can be like, oh, you know, this billionaire, you know, this and that and everything else. And like, if you're, if you're watching this, you're never going to become a multimillionaire and be like, oh, I'm going to go buy like three tigers. You know what I mean? Like that, that's probably not, it's probably not the case. And so my belief is it's so important to be able to be selfish mm-hmm. at the beginning of entrepreneurship and be able to take care of yourself. And yes, do that from a place of being able to serve others and help others. But, but you know, get clear on why you actually want to make as much money as you actually want to make. And that could be a simple, super easy exercise. Start writing down, what do you want your dream life to cost you per month, right? Start, here, I want to live in this house, I want to live in this, and have it on a piece of paper, whatever that amount is. Because until you get to that level and you've taken care of yourself, you can never do what I call is pure support. So if I get on a phone call with somebody, and this is such this is the most amazing thing I've ever been able to get to. When I get on a phone call with somebody and they want to work with me, it literally does it from a bank account perspective. I can come to them with pure support and see what I best can help them with, even if that's not me, because I'm fully taken care of. And that is some that that is one by far one of the most powerful things that you can bring to entrepreneurship is when you can bring pure support, you are um, it, it's really powerful for the people you help. And that's when like that's that's when the impact really starts is when you can like Bill Gates or or you know whoever like when they give they can give with a place of pure support. Um, and, and, and they can show up in a place where it's like, I, you know, whatever you, you know, how can I help? And it doesn't impact me whatsoever because I have all my needs taken care of. Damn. I want to, I want to talk about the frameworks that you've developed because I think that's something that's really unique. A lot of people are trying to figure out how to live their life and be their, their best self. And I feel like these frameworks are things that you have assembled because of lessons that you've learned and ways that you've seen the world. And now you're sharing that with people. What has changed about how you see the world and your values as you evolve from each framework through each framework? Well, I mean, so there's, there's right now there's three frameworks. I'm working on the fourth one. I won't talk about that one today, but um, you know, I have, I have, I mean, I've, I've actually had four frameworks. Uh, five five frameworks in the next one, so I, yeah, <laughs> that could get confusing. But uh, so first off, like in 2015, I created this methodology called the SSF method, which was all about messaging, right? So it was all about how to have the right messaging at the right time. That I mean, that's tactical. There's no there's no strategy there. That's just purely tactical, you know. Uh, then the ROI method came along, and the ROI method was all about okay, you know, here's a strategy in order to be relevant, omnipresent, and you know, intimate. So that instead of you having to you know do slimy sales, you find the perfect customers. They want to pay you, and you know it doesn't even have it doesn't even require a sales conversation. It's almost like order taking. Like you know they're, they're so bought into you that you never had to get on a phone and try to do a sales call. So again, that was more strategy and tactics. And then after that, I created the six pillar framework, which is the 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 kind of the the piece of my upcoming book that's coming out in June, the nuclear effect. And that was about if you want to create. The currency of money, currency of time, the currency of audience, excuse me, and the currency of um, uh, influence, like relationships, then you need a business that is running on these six pillars. And you need to have a process and understanding of how to make it so that these pillars um, work, because that's the only way you're going to get to a multiple seven-figure business without killing yourself. Um, So so that, that book and that framework was about, okay, strategy, tactics, and some more mindset. So then... 
I created the rewired framework. That one's still a little bit in process, but that's essentially saying, hey, listen, um, you, you're an entrepreneur. Let's forget about the tactics. Let's forget about the strategies. If your mindset isn't right, and think about it this way. If you don't love yourself, you're going to have a hard time getting on a phone call and actually being present with that other person, right? which is going to decrease how much sales you can do. Uh, if you don't trust yourself, your marketing funnel is never going to work because you're never going to get it done. Um, you know, if you don't trust others, you're never going to hire a team, which means you're going to work 80 hours a week. Everything that happens in a, in a strategic way, like any problem that you see in your business, it's purely mindset, purely mindset. There's nothing in your business, absolutely nothing, including the fact that, oh, you know, the economy is going down and all this type of stuff is just like, if you have fear, um, you're going to buy into that. And then you're going to not look for opportunities. You're going to look for, you know, all the, all the, all the bad things. So those, so, so really at the end of the day, as I've, you know, ended up kind of becoming more conscious myself, I went from more, all right, let me take everything that I've learned and let me start adding, you know, components to it. And then my next framework is how on six levels of consciousness, how to understand how to market to someone based on their level of consciousness how to create a business based on your level of consciousness and then how to hire and create systems based on your level of consciousness and what you're doing. Um, so, 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 um, yeah. So anyways, that's, that's, that's really, you know, that's really those frameworks. You can, of course, if you know, you're listening to this, you can go to scottover.com and, and, um, and, and, you know, they're all kind of there, um, in order to be able to get access to, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think overall it was just, as time went on, the acceleration accelerated. Hmm. As I started seeing, as I started working with more people, because up until 2015, you know, I, was, I had agencies and other business, I had software as a service. I didn't coach anyone, you know, uh, mentor anybody, anything like that until 2015. And, uh, and you know, I launched my first course in 2015. And I thought it was like a dumb idea. I was like, this is, this is not going to work. No one's going to buy a course from me. Like this is, because you got to think about it, 2015, I was like still, you know, 700 ish thousand dollars in debt so i'm like you know who the heck wants to learn from this guy right which i think is the problem with failure sometimes is that you you underestimate the fact that like someone that's failed is the best person to learn from mm. you got a lot more than the successful person to be able to teach you damn damn i want to talk about your growth as an entrepreneur you said you've been doing it since you were seven um yeah. Some people have not put in 20 years or 15, 20 years, and they're like, they're wanting to create the success that you've created. Like, yeah. what what did you gain in that time that allows you to, to succeed? And what can they implement in their own life that you you got through sheer time, but they can do it in a more efficient, effective way? You can condense time really quickly by a couple of things. Number one is really working on your mindset, Right. Like 2018, 2019, um, I did thousands of hours of like therapy, like all different types of modalities, not your typical, like, you know, scientific therapy, um, more on the spiritual side than on the, you know, science -y side. And that probably, that probably gave me an extra 30 years of like mindset work, you know, really like at the end of the day and and given the fact i it allowed me and at the same time i still built a you know a business that did 10 million dollars more than that um so so i'd say that number one is like most of the reason why your business isn't where it is is it has nothing to do with the fact that you don't know how to run a business most people need to forget about the fact that they're like an entrepreneur and they just need to go help people 
<laughs> right? Like people get so concerned with like, well, what, what does my finance sheet need to look like? I'm like, well, listen, it doesn't matter if you don't have any money mm. in order to actually put on there. So it's like, you figure that out later. Um, so, you know, I think people overcomplicate everything. Um, you know, number two, so first is mindset. Number two is like, you gotta, I mean, and this is why I love mentoring. I love mentoring people. You gotta find a mentor. You gotta find a mentor that's not a coach, right? There's a difference between a coach and a mentor. Okay. Yeah, and you need them, you need them both technically. You know, I have a coach and I have mentors. Um, a coach does not have to be like we, the job of a coach is not to be a mentor. And the job of a coach is essentially to listen to you, keep you accountable, um, keep you know, basically a cheerleader in many ways, right? right? right. Cheerleader and be able to talk through your mindset and that sort of thing, right? Mm -hmm. So, like the NFL player does not need a coach that was also an NFL player, right? Mm -hmm. Um, then so, so I'm not a coach, you know, what I, mean? I don't coach people. I mentor people. I'm not there to be, you know, I'm there to be their cheerleader, but I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not going to be, when, when, when it comes to mentoring, it's about, Hey, listen, I've done this multiple times. Yeah. What's up. I'll tell you exactly not what you should do, but here's like three options yeah. of what you could do. And here's the one I would do. Mm. And so, and I think Todd Herman, I think I actually, I quoted him in my book. He's a good friend of mine. Um, and, um, and, and, and he's also mentored. He mentored me back in 2018 on my mindset a little bit and we became, became friends from there. And, um, you know, yeah, his whole thing was, you know, if you want to get something really quick, find somebody that's already done it. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's, it's, it's so much, so much simpler. So what I've learned is mostly my mindset. And yes, I have strategies and all the tactics, blah, 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 blah. That stuff doesn't matter. You, you can learn most of that stuff on YouTube. It's the mindset of like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm actually doing it. It's uh, the mindset of like, okay, I'm going to have integrity to my word and I'm going to go and actually do what I say what I'm going to do. Okay, you know what? I'm going to go in alignment even if it sucks. Even if alignment means I need to have a divorce, I need to you know, never talk to my parents anymore. Mm. I mean, I have so many people that are like, oh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. You know, and I see this, especially at, you know, under the $25,000 a month. Oh, I'm afraid to post on Facebook because my family is like, fuck your family. Right. And so a lot of people are, a lot of people try to like step in the, 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 you know, like please their parents. Yeah. If you want to please your parents, you're, you're already lost the fucking game. Mm. And, um, and, and, and then, you know, you, you want to be as, I'm always like, listen, if you want to model your parents, how successful are your parents? Mm -hmm. And I mean, this one works. There's 0.3% of the population that this doesn't work. But 99.7% of the time, your parents are not as successful as you want to be. Yeah. And so modeling them and caring about what they think is a useless endeavor. And I come from a family of people that very much uh, helped me, respected me, allowed me to do whatever the heck I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, it never held me back, never said shit. My parents still aren't on Facebook, so it doesn't even fucking matter. Um, so, 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 but overall, I, I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm a massive, I'm a massive um, believer in mentorship, really upgrading your mindset. And you just really got to stop thinking about what people, you just really got to stop caring what other people think. And you probably need to stop looking at the newsfeed and trying to tell you trying to stop having all the people tell you what you need to do mm -hmm. and listen to your like your gut like i, I robert downey downey jr I, I listened to this couple about a month ago and he was on joe rogan podcast mm -hmm. it was so it was so good and it was like you know and I, I felt this and you would experience this too it was like 
in life, there's like this invisible line that kind of guides you. And you can like go way off to the left and way off to the right and like way off from that. But somehow you'll end up coming back to this invisible line. And the more that you do what your gut and is in alignment, the more this invisible line like pulls you. And the more you develop a relationship with like this invisible line, the more, I mean, the life just because, I mean, I'm living a fucking movie script right now, man. And like, it feels like that. And it only started happening like that when I was like, you know what? I don't actually know what the heck's going on. I, you know what? I, 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 hey, stomach, hey, intuition, guide me. I'm surrendered. I mean, let's, let's do this. But, you know, it's not me. Dude, I love it. Um, people oftentimes are not connected to that intuition and willing to let go of like the identity and stuff that they've they've yeah. built up until now. How do you yep. how do you encourage people who you mentor to do that to let go of that stuff? Well, I mean, it's a process, right? I mean, it takes time. I mean, like, can I say that I'm like fully surrendered? Um, no, I mean, I think it's a process of like lifetime. I, mean, I think. I think one of the best writings about it was a, a surrender experiment by Michael Sick, Michael, yeah, Michael Singer. Yeah. Um, that book, I send that book to every single one of my clients. It's just one of the best books ever. Um, I think, it, listen, it's just like, you know, you let go a little bit and then you say, oh, you know what? It, it wasn't so bad. And you let go a little bit more. Oh, you know, it's not so bad. And so it's kind of this process um, of being able to let go. It's, it's hard. It's a lot easier when you're already successful to do to do it right so i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna say i became successful then i, I kind of let go so i like I, I'm, I'm the last person to say hey listen i was broke and then i let go and, and you know <laughs> it happened, right uh, i had elements of that yeah but you know it's it's really only been a, a small period of my life where i'm like okay you know what i don't know what's actually i don't i don't, I don't really know what's going on so i'm just mm-hmm. gonna i'm just gonna let it, it was falling in love with my now wife um that was the real beginning and this was two and a half years ago um and um it was it was it was that that really taught me surrender at the beginning and then i kind of brought it over to the rest of my life and i was like oh well that you know that was a good place to surrender and i did and good things happen so let me do that more places and that actually led me to you know selling slash closing down my business that was doing incredibly well in 2019 um, to be like, you know what, let me, let me just get purely in alignment, even if it's a little fucking crazy, <laughs> you know, and, well, and, it's, and, 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 and I think, I think, I think the other thing is, I think one of the most effective mindsets I have is that like, and I think anybody can adopt this is like, just because you build something, you can let it, you can build something again and again, mm, and, again mm. and again, and again, like holding on to something because, uh, and so many entrepreneurs this. They hold on, they have this great like, you know, bird, which is their business and they hold on too tight and then they kill the bird. Mm. And so many people do that. And, and I think secondarily, a lot of people, they desire success so much that they like repel it mm. because it assumes that it's not possible because they want it so bad, right? When you want something so badly, you're, in my opinion, you're telling the universe, well, there's so much not of that. There's so lack of money. There's so lack of success that, um, you know, how could I ever have that? And you like, you, you focus too much attention on it. See that a lot. Damn. This is good. This is good. Um, so I, I I don't know if this is good or bad. I mean, I, I've been, I've been starting to talk more on this stuff versus like, oh, here's the funnel. Here, like, right. Funnel doesn't fucking matter. You know, (laughs) it really doesn't really doesn't. I built business after business with no funnel. You, you just got to help people. 
and, and, and you even worry about the funnel after. And I mean, I, that's the worst thing I could ever say because I'm the guy that teaches you how to do all the funnel. So, but, but like overall, it's not about the funnel and it's not about the marketing. It's not about any, anything in business is never about the strategy of it. Um, just to give you a, a, a version of, um, in my model of consciousness, most entrepreneurs are what are, are in uh, willful consciousness. If you're making any level of money, you're in willful consciousness. Um, then above that is intellectual consciousness. So think about it this way. So most people that are having a nine to five job, they're in reactive consciousness. Like a lot, and like 80% plus of the world are in reactive consciousness mm-hmm. or primitive consciousness um, in between there. And then above that is willful consciousness. So the willful consciousness is like Gary Vanderchuk is a fucking poster kid. <laughs> willful consciousness. And that's totally cool. I'm, that's not, he's, his whole job right now that he's doing in social media is to take reactive yes. people in their 20s and bring them into willfulness, right? Which is why, like, if you're if you're already in willful or you're above willful, you look at Gary Vaynerchuk and you're like, and Grant Cardone, you're like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Like, no. Like, like, and and so, and you might have followed Gary when you were, like, in more of a reactive yep. right at the beginning yep. of willful. And then, like, one day you're like, wow, this really doesn't resonate. Right. So then above that is, is the intellectual, which is like, okay, I'm not going to work 14 hours a day. I'm going to work six. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hire a team. I'm going to outsource. I'm going to do this. So most business is done in willful and, and intellectual. And then above that um, is, uh, is in, intuitive. Right. So that, that's, that's kind of like where I'm trying to build my business from. And it's doing a pretty good job so far. And, and which is basically like, let's fuck the, and, and you can't really, it's hard to do business in intuitive if you haven't gone through willful and intellectual. Mm-hmm. I will say that. But it's kind of like, you know what, screw the year plan, screw the 90-day plan. Like, I mean, I, I literally, I, I have very little plans. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm just like, eh, whatever happens, happens. Let's do this. And I don't recommend most people doing that in business. I think it's much easier to make money and do business in willful and intellectual. Um, and then once you've kind of mastered that, then you, I feel automatically ascent that level of consciousness over time. Uh, and you might have to blow up some businesses and do some shit in between. <laughs> Um, and, and so that's that's so that's a new that's the new I said I wasn't going to share it, but you know, fuck that. Um, <laughs> the, the, the 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 it really comes down to um, yeah, it really comes down to knowing which level of consciousness you're in, and and once a like, primitive is no better than 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 intuitive. It's right. just different. Yeah. And 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 our our world is definitely raising its baseline of consciousness. Um, you know, overall, and um, yeah. I think I think that's I think that that's important just to think about and um, and 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 also you got to be very careful on you know if you're an intellectual you can't be listening to Gary you got to be listening to someone that's an in intellectual or an intuitive because if you have intuition think about it this way if you have intuition without willful and intellectual you typically don't make any money okay mm. lots of spiritual gurus can't make a dollar right um, if you have uh, willful built on top of intellectual built upon top of intuitive. Well, now you have a powerful combination because your intuition can work with your intuitiveness and you can flow in and out of willful times. What, what do you feel is the biggest gap in willful consciousness that takes people from uh, reactive to successful willful com- consciousness? What needs to be there? Uh, probably mindset, but is there specific dials and levers that we could be transforming? Yeah. Well, well, you, you got to think about this in the form of like everything that you do in life, right? So it's just like you would never not have a scarcity. <clears throat> excuse me, you'd never have a scarcity timer. 
on someone that you're selling as intuitive, right? Just doesn't work. But you don't have a timer on a reactive, like if you're selling the reactive people and you don't have a sales timer and scarcity, no one's going to buy it. Okay, because re- reactive is like reactive is like uh, right, and and then willful is like the you know the packing hand, right? You know, what I mean, it's just like pack, 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 pack. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, right? So, in order to like sort of like ascend upwards, um, it's it's it, I've I've noticed that the easiest way to send upwards is just let the pattern kind of happen, hmm. and you might be in that willfulness for. I mean, I was in that willful. I was in willfulness for pretty much most of my life. Hmm. You know, and I actually, I think I actually went from willful to more, um, I didn't spend a whole lot of time in intellectual because I, I, I just, you know, I don't, most data I just don't believe in. I'm just like, mm, just because it's that now doesn't mean it's going to, I think, I think I've defied the odds so many times where I'm like, eh, that doesn't really matter. Like we can, we can, we can change the facts. The facts are easy to change. <laughs> right. Um, but I don't think that that's an easy thing to do unless you've, you've been, um th- that's been your life's path so i'm not, not sure if that was helpful but it's, it is it is it is um so i i saw a post that you made talking about how most people are yeah. focusing on like social media and building their their company and if they're not earning ten thousand dollars a month or more like the big focus is to just go help people and go serve people can you tell us a little bit more about like what what is the ethos the mindset behind that that list that you created and yeah how how it how it flows so you know i get so um i have unconditional love or i try to have an unconditional love for everybody in this world right and but a lot of time i get so frustrated with people that are making less than ten thousand dollars a month because it's like it's almost like this like literal literal like literal barrier okay Mm -hmm. Because once someone makes more than $10,000 a month, they're making like $50,000 like three months later. Yeah. Like really weird that I've noticed. And, and if you're listening to this and you're – it's not the fact that I – it's not like I don't like you or anything like that. It's just the fact that like I become frustrated about how much complexity you feel it takes to make $10,000 a month. So um, it, it was written – because I'm writing these different things right now, um, like what you need to do when you're making less than six uh, six figures, what you're making when you're at half a million, what you're making at one million. Like basically, like here's the here's everything you need to know. Yeah. And I just kind of like I just started off with that one because most people are making less than ten thousand dollars a month in the world. <laughs> so the truth is, if you're making less than ten thousand, you don't need a website, you don't need a marketing funnel, you don't need to really do much of anything. You just need to actually be like, okay. How am I going to be relevant to? Why am I going to be relevant to them? How do I get in front of them? What positioning do I need to have in order for them to actually see me? What offer makes them say yes? What offer makes me happy? What offer puts money in the bank account? And how quickly can I do this? And then start having conversations with people. When In 2013, so in 2011, I sold my company uh, to avoid going bankrupt. So it wasn't like, you know, I sold it for a dollar plus them paying my debt payments. So... Uh, wasn't like some, you know, <laughs> I, people are always like, oh, how much money you make? I was like, nothing. <laughs> one dollar. <laughs> you know what I mean? One loony in Canada. It was glorious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One loony. Um, and, and I was making like 20, I was getting paid like 2,500 bucks a month from this company. Like I sold it and I was always only getting 2,500 bucks a month. Um, cause the debt payments were like 
I don't know, 12 or 13 grand. So I was living on like $2,500, which, you know, basically, basically minimum wage in Canada. I think it was around that. And that those are Canadian dollars, not us. So it's like, you know, what, $3 us. (laughs) And (laughs) And, and so, um, so I did that for about a year and then I got super depressed. I, you know, I remember I used to go to, I used to go to work with a fucking pipe and smoke weed in the car before going in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was not a good time at all. It was, it, it was probably the closest to depression. I, I, I hate using that word cause I feel like I see a lot of people that are really truly far more depressed than I ever was. And so I hate, I hate using that word, but it was a very dark place for me. And then one day I was like, you know what? I can't keep doing this, you know? And it was kind of like that, almost like alignment. Like I felt the thread and I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to figure it out. Don't know how I'm going to be able to pay for all this debt and like everything else, but I'm going to do it. So I went out, went from that. I went and I talked to every single person. This was, I was in St. John's, Newfoundland in Canada at this point. I went and I talked to every person I literally that would take a meeting with me, right? Because that's beforehand, I, I had a marketing agency and that type of thing, and I literally just listened to them and was like, "Okay, cool." So it sounds like you got this. Pro- I mean, I was doing websites, I was doing like, I was doing commercials, I was doing billboard. I mean, it, there was nothing business. There was nothing that someone could be like, "Hey, do you do this?" I'm like, "Yep, I'll do that." You know, <laughs> "Hey, I'll do that. I'll figure that out." Most of the time, I had no idea how the heck I was going to pull it off, <laughs> and um, and that's what I did. And so in a, in a, in um, and this is what I pull it off, meaning, and I want to make sure that people know this, like not from a perspective, I didn't have the skill, you know, mm-hmm. I understood these concepts. It wasn't like I was a brand new entrepreneur and, and a lot of people now selling social media marketing and have no idea what to actually do. That wasn't the case more. So how am I going to take care of all of these things? And, um, and so I, I made a quarter million dollars, uh, in one month, Damn. one month in contracts. So revenue generated. And, um, that I had no website. I didn't have a company name. I didn't have a company name. I didn't have a com- I didn't have a company name for another six months. I didn't know what I was going to call it. I nothing. I didn't have a website. I didn't have shit. I didn't have a business card. I didn't have anything. I I, I went to the business meetings. I would just do them all in the same place because I didn't have enough gas money. Honest to God, didn't have enough gas money. And I mean, most days I had like you know less than fifty dollars in my bank account. Fully maxed out credit cards. Fully maxed out everything. Um, in 2013, I'm pretty sure my power went out twice because I couldn't pay the power bill. Um, it was 2012 or 2013, one of it. I mean, it was bad times. I remember I put all the. It was uh, winter. I put all my food in the fucking um, snow outside in the snow. <laughs> yeah. So it was hard times. It was hard, and that was. I mean, that that, that was you know seven eight years ago. It was not long. Ago. And so, and I think that that's the other thing is like it doesn't matter where you are. You can be somewhere completely different. I was talking to someone yesterday. Um, they just started work with me and, uh, you know, three years ago they had a job and now they have a business doing a hundred grand a month. First time entrepreneur, you know, so it's possible. It's all possible. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what your question was. I ended up on a path <laughs> and that's the problem with interviews is, 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 uh, sometimes I just end up, if I'm not talking about something specific, I just end up going all over the place. <laughs> it was the, the $10,000 a month mindset. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah so, okay. So basically I told that story to say that it really get in front of people get in front of people get their attention mm-hmm. show them that you're relevant and then give them an offer mm-hmm. then help them mm-hmm. and then actually deliver what you said you would yeah. you're gonna make money 
What, you know I mean? Like, what is it that most people overcomplicate that process? They they think that they need to be doing all these different things. They don't they Everything. don't have the, dialed in those eight steps well, you mentioned. Well, okay. So anytime that you don't know anything about it, like anytime that you're in a case in a place where like you've never done it something before, it's easy for me to say because I've built so many businesses, right? So it's really easy for me to say, oh, you know, all that's bullshit. But like when you're doing it the first time, you don't know what's bullshit. Right. So, you know, you don't know if you, it, you see everybody else with a website. So you're like, oh, well, I need to spend money on a website. You know, you see everybody else doing this thing. Um, <laughs> so when I was 16, I had a million dollar business. And then I started looking at everybody else and I was like, oh, I need like an office and I need this. And I went from having like a 70% profit margin down to 20 in a year because I thought I, I needed to be like everybody else. Yep. Right. And so, um, you know, worst thing when I was 16, you know, I won all these awards and people are like, Oh, you're an entrepreneur. And I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I mean, sure. And what, what, I mean, what, what's that? And, you know, looked it up. And then, I mean, I think that was the worst thing that ever happened because I was like, Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. It's like, no, 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 you help people, right? You help people and you get paid for it. Let's, let's, let's worry about that. And then let's forget about everything else right now. And I think that that's what most people need to do at the $10,000. A month markets forget being an entrepreneur mm. just go out and help people you can be an entrepreneur later and i think i think people just want things way too quickly mm. i think i think like you got like <laughs> it's an overnight success that takes 15 years every almost every time almost every time and and, and there's there's anomalies to that yeah but um you know in my case I, you know i, I i'm a, i I'm so far off the scale of what someone has for a typical life because, you know, I never went to university and I went to college. I hated school. Like school just didn't make sense to me. Um, I have so many learning disabilities. Like I'm really good at a couple things and then I suck at fucking everything. <laughs> and, 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 um, and so, 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 but most people, most people's life, you know, most people's paths, you gotta look at like, it's going to take years and it's, it's going to be tough. And it's not going to be easy, but it's a lot easier if you actually follow your intuition and your alignment. And it's kind of like you learn the lessons and then you integrate them much more quickly and easily than if you're like, okay, and this is why I stopped giving like direct business model advice, right? Where I'm like, all right, everyone should do this. And I'm like, I see a lot of people do that. I used to do that. I was like, that's a dumbass move for someone to say, hey, you should do this. I know nothing about you, but you should do this business model. I don't know if you like one-on-ones. I don't know if you like group coaching. I don't know if you like doing in-person things. Like your businesses should be a reflection of what you enjoy to do, not what like works. Damn. I feel a lot of people have that try to do do everything, try to be good at everything mindset. How did you or how would you recommend that they give up that trying to do everything and stay focused on the, the core things and be okay with sucking at other things. You got to do what you like. You got to do what you like. I mean, a lot of people are like, you know, when, as you build a business, you end up having to do sometimes things. You know, it's kind of like if, if 80% of the time you're doing things that you like, like that, that, that's a, that's a good time. Um, as life goes on, uh, you have the opportunity to do more and more of what you like. I do. I don't know the last time I've done something that I actually haven't like work-wise it's probably why it's so easy yeah i'm actually thinking. <laughs> and not since i like i mean when i when i had the when i had the business in 2018 2019 i i, I was way below the 80 20 yeah. um you know rule um because it was just it wasn't a, if something's not in alignment you're not gonna be able to get that 80 20 yeah um but uh how do you give that up i think for me 
I think like, again, it's an, it's, it's a listening to your gut thing where you're like, I probably shouldn't be doing this. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like for example, I love Facebook ads. Like I've spent millions of dollars of my own money on Facebook ads and, you, and like literally I've managed it myself. Dumb fucking idea. <laughs> and uh, cause I actually suck at it. Right. I actually <laughs> suck at, but I enjoy it. Like I enjoy it. Like I know that I pay a premium because I'm not like optimizing things and doing every, all the things I know you should do. I know I do, but I'm like, I just love going in there and fucking around. And, um, and so like, and I've gotten good at it. You know, I've gotten good at that because I enjoy it. Um, building a team, I suck at that. And, um, you know, I don't do it. You know what I mean? It's, it, and, and like, I can give people, I mentor a lot of people on doing it, but like, I know how to do it. I just don't want to do it. Like, I don't like managing people. You know what I mean? Like, that, that does not light me up. That is like the opposite of lighting me up. And so I have the option of, you know, people, people, I see a lot of advice like, oh, well, you know, and when you're the CEO or the founder, you got to start doing things you don't really enjoy. And, and that's, I think that that's when you're going against your alignment mm. of like where you're supposed to be in the company, because there's people out there that fucking love managing people. And there's people out there that love managing finance. Like they literally, that is like their life path to manage your finances and it's not yours. <laughs> and so, and so I think, and then I think the other thing is people bring that whole lack mentality. Well, well I don't have enough money to hire this out or that mm -hmm. out or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, listen, if you have just joy and love and everything of what you do, you're just the most attractive, radiant person in the whole fucking world. And people just want to be around that. Yeah. People, people don't, people rarely buy because they logically need what you're selling. Mm -hmm. They buy because the way that they feel because of the way that they can buy here in the personal brand world people we, we buy because you know if someone buys from me they're like oh wow you know like you know scott's doing something better than i'm at uh, i like his personality i like i resonate with his that like those different types of things logically when someone pays me with one-on-one -on -one, and when someone pays me a boatload of my a quarter million dollars a year to work with me one-on-one -on -one, it is not a logical decision any financial advisor would talk them out of that right <laughs> And, 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 but somebody is getting an experience yes. that I can only give if I'm fully me and I'm only good at what I'm good at and not good at what I'm not good at. Mm. If someone, if one of those people are like, Hey, can you look at my finances? I'm like, no, I'm going to give you my finance people yep. and you're going to hire them because those people are going to be able to take care of you. Damn. So you don't have to be, you're not, you don't honestly in life, you don't actually have to be good at that many things at all like you 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 can you can be pretty shit at pretty much everything you just gotta be good at a couple things <laughs> it's it's like going back to the find who you want to be around the person that you want to spend your time with and then solving their problems right having having real sincere conversations where you're actually interested in what you're talking about and like when that happens you can't fake that connection you can't fake that authenticity and that care of like this is important to me to talk about facebook ads it's important to me to talk about um you know your copywriting it's important to me to talk about whatever like right. that's that's what i think people get to give themselves permission to do and not to be, you know, I don't think you have, like, I don't love, okay, so, and here, here's a massive part, okay? Yeah. I don't, like, love, I love the process of what I do. I don't, like, love what I do, okay? Mm -hmm. And I think that, I think that this is important. Because people are like, oh, do what you love, you know, you know, turn your hobbies or turn the things you love to do into your business. I'm like, I guarantee you, if you do that, you will no longer love them. <laughs> um, okay, so, 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 but here's the truth. Yeah. You make money when you do things on repeat. Repetition mm -hmm. makes money, innovation, you don't make a dollar, okay? 
So you've got to fall in love with the process and find your like fun love of life, like other places too, but enjoy the process of what you're doing, making it so that like a lot of people, a lot of people like, you know, I think they have unrealistic expectations of what their business is supposed to do for them. Your business is not supposed to replace love or fun or hobbies or all the things that you like you enjoy doing. Like that's not the job of the business. And so a lot of people get that mixed up and they're like, well, you know, for me, <laughs> for me, I was like, oh, well, you know what? I'm not in a good romantic relationship. So let me go over to the business. Oh, well, you know what? I haven't taken time to be able to, I can't sit in a room by myself alone and meditate for an hour. So let me go to the business. And so most of the time businesses allow people to basically bypass developing themselves, developing relationships, developing what they actually like and all these different types of things. And like a business is, okay, yeah, let me go in and enjoy the process of the business. Let me find it. Like there's a, there's a fun in like the game, the business and like, Oh yeah, you know what? I got my first $50,000 a month. Cool. Let's keep going. And not making it about like, Oh my God, it's $50,000 a month. Isn't that the coolest fucking thing in the world? And oh my God, I must be so amazing because of that. And look at me and look, hey, listen, I, you know what? I'm going to go on Facebook and tell everyone about my $50,000 a month so everyone else can, you know, so I can prove to everyone else that I'm good. I can prove to my mom that she can love me. I can prove to my dad that, you know, blah, 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 right? That shit's fucking toxic. Um, and, and so, you know, I think, I think it's really important to be in that like love of the process. Gary Vanderchuk says this, and I think, I mean, Gary's, Gary got a lot of good shit, but um, Gary says this is like, you got to fall in love with the process and you, and, and it's really important for my own, <clears throat> my own life um, because it, 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 it creates uh, a complete lack of balance, not that life's balance, but it creates a complete lack of balance um, and, and unrealistic expectation of the job of your business. The job of your business is simple. Help other people make money. Sorry, I, you know, we can use the vision statements and, you know, all that stuff's bullshit. Help people make money. That is what your business is supposed to be for. We're not, we don't need to like love people and like everything. Like we can do that outside of business. Yeah. And I think that that's a lot of people, a lot of the time, that's what people get stuck on. And, um, and they think it's like bad to make money or bad to like people got a lot of wrong stuff around money. Right. And so that stops them from actually making it. I want to talk about, um, going into this next year. Like what, what do you feel is most important for you to, to, to do, to embody, to live so that you create the maximum success, fulfillment, impact that you're, you're committed to? It's a good fucking question. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, if I'm being honest, I don't know. That's that one's still, still. I'm still figuring that one out. But what I do know is, you know, everything I'm kind of doing these days, um, it, you know, is really. So I'm just getting a little Palo Santo going here, um, and not trying to like burn my fingers off. Um, so, so everything. I coming to this year, I was like, you know what? No goals. Fuck goals. I have no goals. Zero goals. Goals for intuitive people suck, right? Willful intellectual, you don't got goals, you got a problem. Reactive people, they get scared of goals and then it puts them into like a reactive pattern, right? So, so I'm like, all right, no really want goals. So let's do intentions. Let's figure out let's 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 what, what's the intention. So, intention this year is profit. Um, I've made a lot of money, haven't kept most of it. Being completely honest, mm-hmm. right? So this year is a lot about me becoming an investor. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, and a lot about profitability, 
right? Like my business now got 80% plus profit, profitability, right? which is fucking amazing. Um, so number one is profit. Uh, number two is peace, right? So doing things that like really allow me to have like peace and feel good and like ease, right? Uh, and, uh, and presence would be the third one, right? Being able to direct my attention and awareness Everywhere I am, being able to direct my attention and awareness to this moment right here. There's not any uh, future. There's no past. It is what it is. Everything in business comes down to presence, awareness, and attention. Everything, marketing, sales, operations, like everything comes down to those three things. People don't think about it that way. Um, but if you don't have presence, you can't have awareness. And if you don't have awareness, you don't know where your attention is going. <laughs> so it's like they all work together to make it so it's much easier. So uh, don't have much of a business plan anymore. Uh, launching a book, um, so that's the thing. Um, you know, uh, it's just helping people. You know, get back to what I say. The same, the same thing that happens at ten thousand months is the same thing that happens at you know, um, you know, two hundred thousand or three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand a month. It still help people. People complicated it and try to you know create these crazy business models and all these different types of things. Um, but uh, you know, launching a podcast about the future. Um, you know, the future very, very, very much um, blows me away because you know I want to create it, right? And um, I think, I think, yeah, sorry, I, I had somebody that was kayaking past my. I'm on the on the ocean right here, and <laughs> someone's kayaking. I was like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Who's going to be my um, and, um, and, and, uh, so, so yeah, I think, I think, I think for me, it's like those intentions and then asking myself before I do something, okay, you know, does that give me more peace? Does that give me more presence? Does it give me more profit? The three P's really, um, I, I had the passion, but you know, I, I, I dropped that in as an intention because I think if you just take care of those three and, and live a good life, you know, you are passionate about it. So anyways, I don't know if that's helpful for anybody, but um, I, I, I think I think a lot of the time goals put so much pressure on us. And secondarily, um, what I found about goals is that like I can't depict, like I, I don't know what the universe is going to put in front of me. I don't know who, what person I'm going to sit next to that changes my life. I don't know. I, I get some crazy shit that happens to me in the last couple of years. You know what I mean? Like that I would never be able to like even imagine. And so I think that um, keeping that space open and not saying this is what I want and everything else can go screw itself. Yeah, I think that's I think I think that that's really potent and powerful. Hmm. For the the people who are at ten thousand a month, hundred thousand a month, how important or what would you what would you recommend around meditation and around like creating that spaciousness, reconnecting yeah. themselves? Like talk on that just a bit. Most time, I'll say this: most of the time, if you take more time for yourself. You, 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 first off, you, even if you're really busy, most people, if they're working like 12 hours a day, they could probably do most of it in six hours. But, you know, their mental capacity, they're not working out, they're not for themselves. Um, I mean, listen, meditation, if you're not like, if you're not really like into meditation and don't want to do it, like, you just fucking, it doesn't matter how many people like me tell you to do it, you're not going to do it. <laughs> um, you're just not. You're going to be like, no, nah, that's stupid. Right. Yeah. Cause I know, cause I was used to be one of those people. Um, I do like what I actually like more, and this is my company rewired. This is what we do is that kind of not really meditation. It's based on hypnotherapy. Um, so drop down the theta state, get your bullshit alpha and beta state out. 
yeah. that tells you all the wrong things that your consciousness uh, get that <laughs> gone right let's get to the subconscious and then you know I, I find that that you can listen to a lot of these recordings I do it live my company we do it you know live essentially with people um, I find that's more effective than meditation mm-hmm. because it's like meditation with a purpose mm-hmm. and I think that that's really that is a step before meditation that's easier to follow. Mm. Because what I find with meditation is like, it's like, oh yeah, okay, just sit down and just do nothing. And most, especially entrepreneurs, don't know how to fucking do that, <laughs> right? Like think without, think, think about nothing. How do I think about, you know, how do I think about nothing? How do I think about, and you know, just, you just end up you know, in, in, um, in La La Land, not the, not the La La Land you want. So I think actually, I think hypnotherapy and you can just go online and Google and, you know, or you buy the, uh, the person I'm partnered with, Grace Smith, they have all these recordings and that's been super inexpensive. And I've been doing the, I've been doing hypnotherapy for probably, you know, um, two hours alive a week for the last year. Um, like with, 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 with the person I work with and then, you know, a couple hours, um, in like recordings and, and I'm to the point now where I actually, I can do it in my head as I'm doing it for myself. And, um, but yeah, you know, if it does call to you, don't do it. Like that, that's, that's, I, I, I think that that's the biggest thing I always give, you know, anybody's advice. If something, if some, if your intuition feels good about something, go do it. Yeah. But if your if your intuition doesn't say yes, it doesn't matter how much you're, you're just willing your way to meditation, which is like the entire, like opposite point. <laughs> Gold. I love it. Scott, you're fucking powerhouse, man. Let's tell them how they can stay connected with you. What are the next steps they can take, brother? Yeah, so just you probably just Google me. Um, <laughs> be honest, Scott Offer, or you just go scottoffer.com, and then from there you can, you know, all the different things. I'm sure you mean, you mean, Scott, topic. you're you're relevant, you're omnipresent, and you're intimate. Is that like what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I try to live what I preach, you know, <laughs> always the easiest because you know, for, for various reasons, but I try, I try, but yeah, I mean, listen, if, if um. Books coming out in June, but I mean, I got so many, so much online content. People seem to like it. I keep on showing up every day, being my authentic self, and more and more people, people are like, "Oh, that's cool," and I'm like, "Wow, cool, sweet." Well, let's keep doing that, and um, and so you know, it's a fun experience. This life is awesome. So everyone, go to www.scottoldford.com, and that's S-C-O-T-T-O-L-D-F-O-R-D.com, and check out the ROI method.com as well. And Scott legend man thank you for just being yourself appreciate it thank you man thanks for having me appreciate it see you soon Kevin. see you soon from the bottom of my heart thank you for tuning in right now we've reached the end of this episode but this is the start of a whole new beginning each and every moment you have an opportunity to rewrite your story right here right now decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, 
head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.